Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary and Ida Serena Lee. Hello and welcome everyone to Shift Happens. I am your host, Karen Weary. And when I'm not here on Shift Happens, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach. And the breakthroughs you get through are, especially if you are struggling with anxiety, PTSD types of things, or just feel stuck in your life because that happens we can get caught up in the same uh, behavior patterns and just feel like we keep banging our head against the wall and there's no need for you to stay stuck there we can get you unstuck and with the way that I work with people it's a it's a very specific way and I can get the probably 95% of the people that I work with unstuck in one to six sessions. So this is not a lifelong, year-long type of situation I'm talking about. However, today I have a really exciting guest. I am so excited. I have been uh, just sitting on needles, pins and needles, waiting to talk with my guest today, Jim Gale. Let me tell you a little bit about Jim Gale. He is an entrepreneur, an inventor, an eco-village developer. He's launching Food Forest Abundance, which will promote uh, and sell decentralized food, water, and energy systems around the world, focusing on food forest installs. His long-term vision is food forests and edible landscapes everywhere. And, you know, uh, I just came across you, Jim, just um, haphazardly being on on Facebook, scrolling around. And then my good friend, uh, Karen Kelly, who has also been a guest here before. She's an integrative ARNP nurse. We know I'm all about holistic health. And there you were, Jim. And I was like, I looked over on your on your Facebook page and saw some of the work that you're doing. And I saw you take this one young woman around on her suburban garden and yeah. how the it looked like a regular garden with these beautiful plants, but it was a lot of it, if not all of it, edible. So Jim, thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Karen. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to speak about the solutions to the biggest problems in our world and to break through the myths that we all hold in our head, the programs that we've all been, in in my knowing, strategically intended to have these programs that don't allow us to be free. But our job is to break through those programs and help people see the light of how easy it is to be self-reliant, to be healthy, to be sustainable. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 
Everything that you just said there was just making me, yeah, every, every cell in my body just kind of uh, jump and dance with joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, we have so been programmed to think that we're weak and we are, we had no immune system and we have to go hide in our houses and whatnot. Oh. And yeah, eat this poison food that we <laughs> buy oh. in the store. <laughs> Yes. So, so tell me a bit, I think this is probably a little bit outside of the box of how people think when you're talking about finding freedom from gardening. (laughs) Yes. It's way outside the box and a little bit about how this inspired idea came to me. Um, I had sold a mortgage company, did over a billion dollars in revenue. I bought a boat. I lived on the ocean for a year and there was something missing in my life. And I didn't know what it was. You know, when it's missing, you don't necessarily know what it is. Otherwise, you'd find it and you'd be done with that whole period of life. But I was looking and I moved to Costa Rica because I've always been a a lover of nature. You know, in fact, they teased me, called me Nature Boy growing up. My first magazine, my only magazine subscription in my life was Ranger Rick. (laughs) And I would put the pictures of all the animals on my wall, right? So I've always just been really attracted to nature. And so when I moved to Costa Rica, I was looking to just, you know, I had a lot of money at the time and I didn't, I wanted to, I was more focused on money than I was on the understanding of what was happening in the world until I had my first two daughters. Mm. And then when you live day by day and you live just a life for yourself, and then all of a sudden when I had kids, I was starting to look at the world differently and ask new questions like, what's the world going to be like in 20 years, in 30 years, in 50 years? What's the world of my grandkids going to be like? And at the exact same time, you know how everything happens at once, like the law of attraction, the most powerful law in the universe. I started looking at the world through this lens of looking for or seeking solutions. And I found out about permaculture. And I found out about the hard way. I was developing land and I was getting heavy criticism from some local environmentalists. And even though the first thing we built was a fruit tree nursery and we started planting fruit trees, I still didn't know anything about permaculture. So they beat me up pretty good. But I don't get offended very easily. So I I listened in between the punches, the right and left hooks about how bad I was for developing land. This word permaculture stuck out. And so after they left and I wiped the blood off, I started going online and and what is permaculture? And it took me down the rabbit hole because when you learn, when I learned that how we're trading, treating our earth's resources is radically unsustainable. And then I learned about this climate change topic and the global warming time. And I started going, well, that doesn't make sense. And what I learned from there was that the same families and people that are producing the poisons of our world, are also creating the narrative about green and sustainable and eco-friendly. And they're using a half-truth to lie to us, quite frankly. Because this idea that population is the problem is a false narrative. What the truth is, is that the poisons are the problem. And that how we use the land of our homesteads is the problem. So I went completely in 
And I came out the other side asking for the last 10 years, my question has been, how can I use everything I have, every ability I have, how can I grow it and ask new questions? And how can we create a trend shift that I think it was Victor Hugo who said, there's one thing more powerful than all of the armies of the world. And that is an idea whose time has come. That's what we're doing. We are showing the world how it makes sense on every level to grow food instead of lawns. And those are the myths that we're gonna to explode today on the show. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Yes, I, I, this show is really all about myth busting. I am all about that because you know what? Here's the thing is that um, I believe, and this is one of the things I love about Vishen Lakiani of uh, Mind Valley. He um, love him. He, yes, right. He, I love one of the words that he came up with was uh, brules, and that's a combination of bullshit rules. Yes. <laughs> so, in other words, take a look at some of the ways or the beliefs or the thoughts that you have that just seem as though they're yours. In reality, they're not necessarily really yours. It's things that you've been taught, things that you've heard, uh, people around you, the media, family, all that kind of school, whatever. And just because they have been telling you that and you have been living this way, it doesn't necessarily mean that that is what's right for you in, at this point in time. So when you zoom out a little bit and take a little bit of a bird's eye view and take a look at, okay, all right, where did this come from? Is this really working for me? And to me, it's always made sense that, you know, the poison and the pesticides and all that, it's suicide. Why are we committing suicide, right? Uh, it's a slow suicide, but it is. Uh, <laughs> Definitely it's suicide. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so you went to Costa Rica and you uh, developed eco-forests? Eco-villages. Eco-villages. So, so I'm a solution-oriented optimist. I also feel like I, I'm, I'm an independent in my thinking. I, anytime I flush out a belief system that I'm holding, which is a barrier to truth, all belief systems are barriers to truth, whether they're true or not. They still filter reality, as you know, with your profession. And so I step back and I say, let me just forget about my beliefs, which is easier said than done. But I said, say, asking new questions. I'm saying, well, does that make sense? Does that make sense? And when I started flushing out all the things that don't make sense in a natural world, and that's, that's my foundation. That is, when I look to something, would nature do that? Does nature create seeds that cannot reproduce new seeds, like a GMO. No, that is just insane bastardization of nature. And then they patent and they make these seeds for profit. And then they start suing people who, you know, whose seeds blow over into their fields, right? I won't go too far into any of these tangents because it's a very high level general view. But I started asking these questions. And then on the flip side of that, and in permaculture, you, you turn the problem into the solution. So, okay, the problem is the poisons. The solution, as Bill Mollison said, though the problems of our world are increasingly complex, the solutions remain embarrassingly simple. Mm. <laughs> and to that line, the American lawn is the most destructive scam in the history of our world. And there's been a lot of them, but that's the one that allows the control, literally cancer, diabetes, 
heart disease, mass extinction, deforestation can all be reversed when we start planting perennial edible landscapes instead of the most destructive monoculture on our planet that uses more poisons than any other crop, but does not provide food, which is the American lawn. Yeah. And, and guess what so many of the HOAs do when you live in a neighborhood is they require you, you have to, and if not, we're going to put a lien on your house and we'll take your house. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I've went down all those rabbit holes and started thinking <laughs> to the, the politics behind these decisions. Henry Kissinger back 50, 60 years ago said, if you want to control nations, control oil. If you want to control people, control food. This strategy to control the people by way of controlling the food is, has been implemented for many decades. In fact, you can go back hundreds of years when the masters, the slave masters didn't want their slaves to grow their own food because they would lose some bit of control. Mm. So we, when we take the control back, and, and this is where it gets really fun. Because what does everybody say? I have a brown thumb. I have a black thumb. I don't have the time. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the space. I don't have the money. All of that is BS. It's belief systems. It's also yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, multiple things you said in there. First of all, what I love was uh, I'm all about empowering people. I feel that, you know, yes. when you have the knowledge, then you or at least at least be open enough to hear that there may be another way. And then you can decide from there. Like you said, put your beliefs up on the shelf for just a few minutes. Take a look at this. Take a peek. Maybe even try it out. Dip your toes in the water and see what you think. And then you can change and do whatever you want, but at least have an open mind to it. And then, so, you know, it's about empowerment. And then when you say that it doesn't have to take a lot of time and effort. So that's definitely something I want to know more about. <laughs> well, let's jump into that one. So we did a video yesterday. Um, uh, um, this a gal, she's, I think she's 18 and she turned the edge. So she has a standard suburban backyard. And she took about four feet along the back edge of the, the property where the fence was. And she turned that into a perennial, mostly perennial, some annuals, edible landscape. So she did two raised beds with sweet potatoes. She got 50 pounds of sweet potatoes, which is one of the most nutrient-dense starches you can, you can have. Wow. She has uh, loofah and papaya and banana. And so for people in Minnesota, where I grew up, their first thing is, oh, I can't do that in Minnesota because we don't have papaya and banana. Well, guess what you do have? You have raspberries and blueberries and blackberries and gooseberries. You have pears and plums and apples. You have grapevines. You have so many different medicinal foods that we have been poisoning. So we see this thing come up that we don't know what it is. What are we trained to do with that? To call it a weed and to poison it. Yeah. Now, the poison producers, I won't get into any names here, but the poison producers have been sued for billions of dollars and their last caveat was, we'll pay this fine to all these people that have gotten cancer and died or their families or whatever, as long as we can keep the product on the shelf. <laughs> That's just, how is that possible? Right, yeah, right? keep on poisoning people. And yeah, so, the solution is to choose to eliminate the poison. So 
the time she spends, she spends about an hour a week creating the system. She spent a half an hour to create 50 pounds of sweet potatoes. A half an hour. I mean, wow. the return on that time invested is incredible. Now, how much do you and to your audience and to everybody out there, how much have you managed the forest that's down the street from your house? Oh, that's a silly question. Yeah. Why is that? Because in a natural system designed to use and mimic natural processes, we could call them God-given processes if you want. Nature does all the work. Yeah. Fruit trees, perennials and annuals. This is the difference between most people think growing food means you have to be a farmer, right? Mm -hmm. So when you plant perennials, and, and you have the right types of ground cover and the right types of mulch mimicking your natural forest, a half an hour a year to trim that tree will produce the highest yield. That's all you have to do. Wow. Yep. I, so, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the time, so, and then you take the time it takes to make the money to actually go to the store which takes a lot of resources. The average food comes from 1,500 miles away in the United States. Yeah. So the, it's radically unsustainable. This supply chain touching six or seven people's hands and four or five vehicles, when we start taking a, a percentage, 20, 30, 40% of this food and growing it locally, we literally change all of the problems, the biggest problems that humanity faces. Yeah, that's incredible. That is just yeah. incredible. You know, and, and thinking of 30 minutes, because I'm thinking, well, I'm in Florida. The weeds, they really like to grow here. You know, that <laughs> that takes some time to pull those guys. And, and so how do you do that? <laughs> we only have so, a couple minutes before our break. But um, no, that's yeah. such a great question. That's another. Yeah. And uh, please ask. The, that's what's so important is flushing out the individual's blockages between the understanding of growing food and compared to lots, right? So um, the time and resources that we take to manage our lawn, yeah. that if that same amount of time was spent growing food, like the, the, most weeds have a very important purpose. Hmm. And then other weeds are plants that are more cumbersome, more time consuming. But when you plant them correctly using six or seven layer, inches of mulch on top of cardboard, yeah. then 90 some percent of those weeds will not come through. Ah. And then when they do, and this is a big one, most people pay a lot of money to stay healthy. They go to the gym or they yeah. buy organic food at the grocery store. Gardening is found to be as effective as going to the gym and meditation for your health. So wow. now you just stacked functions. And that's another principle of permaculture. When you actually have one function, one element of your day, that not only does it make you feel better, but it also provides you food and saves you money. Right. Oh, oh <laughs> you tripled your effectiveness for that half hour or hour. Wow, that's incredible. I, we're we're going to have to take a, a short little break to listen to a couple messages, but you're definitely going to want to have to come back because we're just busting a whole bunch of myths right here right now all right so we'll be right back with jim gale after these couple of messages become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america 
Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at InsightsCounselingCenter.com or reach out to her at Karin W. at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary and Ida Serena Lee. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shift Happens. We are making a lot of shift happen today. And just before we jump back into talking with Jim Gale about edible landscaping and finding freedom and sovereignty through gardening, which is a whole different way of thinking about gardening. (laughs) I love it. Um, uh, Let me just tell you a little bit about what I do when I'm not here doing Shift Happens. 
Now, I make shift happen in your personal life when you feel stuck, you feel caught up in, in anxiety, things that have happened that are playing again and again in your head, and you just you just can't get out of that. Um, there's a real reason why, and it's really with the right modalities, which is the ones that I use, <laughs> I can get you out of that. So, you can move on with your life and put all that stuff behind and just it's, I, I liken it to it before you're rolling against the current, against the stream, using a lot of energy, trying to, you know, you're exhausted and, and it takes a lot of energy. Let's just turn the boat around and go with the stream. That's what you do when you go tubing, right? You don't want to go up against the stream. That doesn't work. So, <laughs> and you can find me on insightscounselingcenter.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn. Just look up Karen Weary and there I am. Now, today, we're talking about something really super important, ways that you can take back your health, you can take back your wealth even, you can take back your time, you can take back uh, the environment and and, uh, so many things that happen when you know how to work with the garden, even even if you're in a suburban garden, I mean, in a suburban area and you live in a, a HOA-ruled neighborhood, right? So I yes. have Jim Gale here of Food Forest Abundance. He is a permaculture eco-village um, uh, extraordinaire <laughs> <laughs> here to share his expertise with us. So, yes. Um, go well, ahead. Karen, I, I want to say when hearing about what you do and, and understanding a little bit about that, I just want to say how much I appreciate that, how much that has changed my life. F- flowing with the stream is so important. So I, I just wanted to shout out to that. I, I, what you teach is the foundation of everything, uh, how to be conscious and how to be inspired. You know, my whole mission, so there's, there's different ways to motivate. There's fear, And there's love. There's, you know, a lot of people now are using fear and violence and and basically force. Our job at Food Forest Abundance and our job as awake people in the world is to inspire. That energy of enthusiasm enthusiasm is, is the foundation. It starts with faith and courage. And once you start rising that energy, then you can start seeing the world so much more clearly. And it's been such an amazing process for me over the last 15, 20 years to settle in and to check myself, to know. And this, by the way, is also permaculture. Permaculture comes from the terms permanent and culture, which basically implies sustainability. And currently, we are radically unsustainable in our processes. And this is, again, by design. But the solutions are within our hands. And I might blow some people's minds here, um, but there's a reason that everybody listening has heard of this idea, this vision of the Garden of Eden, right? Because that's our game to win. That's what the prize is. Mm. The prize is literally abundance and freedom and health on a scale that is global. It's, it's more than possible. I've, I've created these systems and many, many thousands of other people have also created these systems where you just walk outside and literally there's food growing everywhere. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? 
It's so beautiful. It just makes me smile with joy. It's amazing. There you go. (laughs) Okay, so imagine your backyard or any lawn, and you take, let's say, 10 square feet or 100 square feet of lawn. At any given moment, how much life do you see in that space? You might see a butterfly going through. You might see something on the ground. But for the most part, you've got some grass and you've got some biology under the soil. But there's nothing else there. Mm. Now you take the same exact size of an area that is a permaculture design. And I'm going to get into the layers of a forest, Mm. right? You start with the roots and tubers, the, the stuff that's underground the potatoes and the turmeric and the ginger and all the tubers that are underground, the yucca and and taro. And then the next layer is the the ground cover. Um, The moss like is the herbaceous layer. And then you've got the layer of uh, the short berry bushes and all of these can be edible. Then you have another layer of short fruit trees and then tall fruit trees. And then you have vines. So in a properly designed food forest, oh, and by the way, the Amazon rainforest was a designed food forest 5,000 years ago. Really? And Yeah. Wow. That's according <laughs> to the archaeologists. They've got this new technology where they can see where all the cities were in the Amazon. Yeah. The yeah. whole thing was a big city, like cities everywhere. And wow. they designed and cultivated their, their food forest. And then... They went away, right? And there's a bunch of stories on how that might happen. But what they left was 5,000 years later, there's food growing. It's, a, it's the most biologically diverse, abundant forest in the world. That grows That's on its own. Can, huh? <laughs> that grows on its own. <laughs> exactly. In fact, the more we mess with it, the less it grows, right? But, yeah. but so, and I'm a big fan of humanity. When humanity rids ourselves of the ignorance, the, the systematic ignorance, the programs, the tell of vision, right? The govern, which means to manage or control, and mente, which means mind. Wait a minute. <laughs> when we start thinking for ourselves and using our discernment and then being educated on the most important facets of life, which are how to be healthy, how to be well. In psychosomatic, mind, body, spirit, that's when, and that's happening now. I mean, the apocalypse means lifting the veil, the age of enlightenment. It's all so beautiful right now. If we focus forward and we turn our gaze, our energy to the tools that nature, God has provided us, our prize is the Garden of Eden. Mm. That's so beautiful. And I've never heard that before about the Amazon, that it was a planned you know, permaculture. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's I like, love it, it. But it makes complete sense. Yeah. 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 Cause when you started talking about the layers, it, I immediately went to the Amazon <laughs> and how it works that way. And so beautifully, it, it's all n- nurturing each other. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, just one to wrap up that original point that I kind of got off on a tangent. So you take the same amount of space and you put it in a natural system. You've got hundreds of times more life. And so I, a quote from the Game of Thrones, this isn't a fight between squabbling houses. This is a fight between the promoters of death and life. Like this is a big deal right now that's going on in the world. And to focus on the solutions is what I'm all about, enthusiasm. 
be exactly. the foundation of it. Exactly. That's that's what I've been saying for quite some time. It's like, just need to get rid of the political parties and just look at, hey, this is a problem, what's the solution? This is a problem, what's the solution? And just be done with it already. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the pointing fingers and blaming, that gets us absolutely nowhere other than, you know, all more tied up in a wad and and absolutely nowhere. And stressed out. And, and this is, again, what, what you're saying is that you can help, you know, with being in the garden is, uh, has the same level of benefit as meditating and working out. Yeah, in, in one segment, in the health segment for our minds and our bodies. But that doesn't even include the food you get and right. the money you save and the butterflies and the birds that you help create an environment for. Like, it's just incredible when you look at the picture of the two different systems, it's, you can see where we have to go. We could have 30 billion people on this planet if everybody worked in logical, sustainable systems. Yeah. So do you have, uh, I don't know if you have uh, worked with like uh, HOA communities. Is that yes. something that you've ever done? Okay. All, I would like to hear no about that. Okay. Yes. So Jeez. this is a fight that, um, that I will have, like, for instance, I've got five raised beds in my rental house backyard, and then we're building a completely off-grid community about a half an hour away where I'm creating every home will have its own well, its own full food forest with over 100 types of food growing on the property, mm-hmm. and its own power. So completely off-grid, yet luxury, mm-hmm. which most people think off-grid means a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Right. We are my job in life for the sake of my I'm by the way, there's no other perspective than the perspective of self. We can take second position and third position the best we can. But the perspective of self is the only truth that we can experience. Mm -hmm. So I am selfishly serving. I have given away thousands of Moringa trees for free because I like it, because it feels good. And because it helps create a sustainable world for future generations and for my grandkids, hmm. you know? So, because I debate a lot of people about this whole idea of the selfish group and the not selfish group, it, it, let's, let's forget that. And let's focus on how do we inspire the masses to take action without counting on the government to do it for us. That hmm. is not sustainable. And it's, it, it's what leads us into enslavement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I. Uh, this was something. It's so funny. That's actually how I ended up seeing you because I and and my honey, we've been talking about you know, oh, a big plot of land, this that they live off the grid and create a community, this type of thing. And then Karen, she posted something and that that she mentioned you, and that's how I got to see you. So so you're actually building it, and and um, yeah, so so. Yeah. Okay. Well, my first question, let's reel back in, <laughs> um, was with regards to the HOA community. So what do yes. you do with those situations? Like? So most communities, you can grow food in your backyard. And most communities, you can have a certain types of trees and stuff like that in your front yard. So my thing is very simple. Instead of having a bush that's purely ornamental or a tree that's purely ornamental, have the same size tree designed in, but have it be multifunctional. Have it have the flowers that attract the butterflies. Have it have 
uh, food producing elements. Like one of the simplest things we could do is turn every fence. Fences, some of them are beautiful, but they're not near as beautiful as a wall of green living food. So all you have to do to turn your fence into a trellis or a food fence is plant the right types of vines at the base of the fence. Um, Gag fruit and passion flower and grapes. I mean, there's just so many different foods that can turn your fence into a multifunctional fence. Mm, yeah, because they need something to grow on anyway, those vines. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So passion uh, flowers, uh, the vines, uh, they're, they're edible? The flowers? Passion fruit. The fruit. Oh, they, they produce fruit? Yes, passion, passion fruit is incredible. Um, there's also um, chayote, and there's, there's a ton of different types of grapes. There's uh, perennial lettuces, and yeah, there's a lot of different vines. Grape vines are probably the most popular in most of the zones. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things I did not know that you could grow that here in Florida, you were talking about the uh, lufa. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, you can actually grow that here in Florida. Yep, yep. And you can get your sponges, instead of buying sponges at the store and throwing them away, you can just grow your loofah and have your organic, incredibly beneficial sponges. (laughs) Right? Both to clean your house and yourself, your body. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I really need to look this up so I can have a talk with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so really it's about just kind of replacing one with the other that's similar uh, in, in looks and what the HOA requires and that type of thing. Yes, and, and, yes. And here in Florida, most places, the backyard is, is free game. Like it's, it's open. And when we do something, it's beautiful. Like it looks great. So a lot of people have this vision of a food forest is just kind of chaotic. But when you put mulch down and a border down and you work the edges, it absolutely looks beautiful and it's incredibly functional. Right, right. And again, when you have, we uh, are, are growing something that attracts uh, life, you know, the butterflies and the bees and, you know, hopefully some bats to take care of the bugs, you know, and <laughs> those kinds yeah. of things. So. You know, is is this something that you promote? Is it part of you know to maybe put up bat houses? Do you do? You, is that part of the permaculture? Or? Absolutely, animals are part of a natural system. Bats are the number one killer of mosquitoes, and and also there's these. If you have any ponds around, there's certain plants that, that attract the dragonfly larva. Dragonflies are phenomenal. Dragonflies and bats are the best. And then possums kill more wood ticks than any other animal. Hmm. Tens of thousands a year. The possum is the wood tick's number one enemy. So you put up possum boxes and bat boxes, and now you've just made a serious dent in your wood tick and your mosquito populations. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we need we need a lot of bats. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And they're so cool to look at, you know, right there at dusk, and they're, they're zipping around all over the place. Yeah, we were going for a walk, I don't know, maybe a month ago, and uh, and it was like the bat was following us. Like, yeah, keep, keep on coming along. Bring your friends, too. <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah. it. You're, yeah, you're yeah. Walking, if you're walking through a thing, you're stirring up like the mosquitoes and stuff. And it's, it's a really neat symbiotic relationship. And, and why are bats demonized? Why are some of these things demonized? It's really interesting how that happens throughout history. But the bottom line is bats are incredibly beneficial creatures. 
Yes, we want more of them. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And so we are going to go ahead and take another break before we talk more with Jim Gale about food forest abundance and creating off the grid life that doesn't require you to live way out in the woods by yourself in a little wooden cabin, a tiny home or anything like that. So I am excited when we to hear more about uh, how that works when we come back from these messages. Awesome. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at insightscounselingcenter.com or reach out to her at karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary and Ida Serena Lee. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello and welcome back again to Shift Happens. We are busting all kinds of myths today. I am your host, Karen Weary, and when I'm not on here, I am your licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach because when you get stuck in uh, things that have happened in the past, even though it might seem like it's not anything that has to do with the past, but you're just stuck in your head and stuck in patterns that aren't working for you, relationships, careers, whatever it is, um, 
I can get you unstuck and in, in a very short amount of time because nobody has time to be stuck in all that yuck. And for your physical and mental health, today we have an amazing guest. I'm so excited. We're just getting all kinds of awesome information that's really going to turn your life and the world around when you implement this. And this is Jim Gale of Food Forest Abundance. He is here telling us all kinds of amazing information about how easy it is to create your own edible landscape that doesn't look like, you know, you're living out, uh, out, you know, on a farm with rows and rows of all kinds of stuff. No, it looks like a regular suburban garden. So thank you again for being on here and sharing your, your wisdom with us. Well, I'm honored to be. This is what my life is about now that I've learned what I've learned. Yeah. And what I've learned is that the solutions to the world's biggest problems are embarrassingly simple. Yeah. Um, number one, I always say is have faith and courage. Do not comply with tyranny. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. And then I go right into how do we do it? So I'd like to get into a few very specific things that everybody can do to grow food. Yes. Right? yes. Microgreens. Have you heard of microgreens? I have, but I don't really know what it is. So this is okay. perfect. Great. Yes. So microgreens are basically baby plants and some plants are really good when you grow them for 10 to 14 days and then you harvest them. And when you eat them, they're between four and 40 times more nutrient dense than their adult counterparts. Wow. For instance, broccoli and kale and peas and sunflowers and radish. You can put a tray on your counter, and they usually come in 10 by 20 flats. If you want to look up microgreen trays, the 10 by 20 flats and then the 10 by 20 mats are great. Then I would suggest using peas, broccoli, and kale mix. Um, peas in one by itself because they're very fast growing and they're very big, and then a broccoli and kale mix on another tray. And it's actually less time per day to water the microgreens, it takes about 10 squirts a day <laughs> as it is to brew coffee in the morning. Oh, wow. So it becomes, because most people, if, they have, if they're coffee lovers, they have a habit, a pattern um, every day of, you know, brewing coffee. Well, if you put the microgreens, which is what we've done right next to the coffee pot, you spray them. Now, within 10 to 14 days, you'll have an incredible meal. And I have two trays always going. I have a tray of peas, which grow pretty big. They grow like eight, 10 inches within two weeks. And that one tray of peas, the 10 by 20 tray, along with the broccoli and kale can create eight salads that are incredibly healthy. The cost is about a buck 50 for the components, the seeds and the, and the, and the mats. You can also use soil, but a lot of people in the kitchen, they don't want to use soil. So mats are very clean. Although soil is a little bit more nutrient dense than mats, but either way, they're phenomenal. So now you've just made eight salads that if you look at the nutrient content of these salads, you're talking five to 10 times more nutrient rich than a salad you buy in a bag for five bucks. Wow. So look at the money. Look at the money you just say. You just spent three bucks and 20, 30 seconds a day. That It takes about maybe two minutes to actually set up the tray the first time. And then after that, it's 30 seconds a day. 
So look at the return on your investment from a financial perspective, from a health perspective, and from a helping the environment perspective. Mm. Wow. It's phenomenal. It's mind blowing. <laughs> the only reason not to do it is a myth, is a yeah. program that we want to shatter that program. For sure. <laughs> so, For sure. So that's <laughs> microgreens. And of course, um, we've got, you can look up YouTube, how to do microgreens. There's a million videos. I've got one at Food Forest Abundance on how to do microgreens. And then my favorite tree is the moringa tree. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll just give you a quick view of this, and then I'll read off of it. Um, the moringa is called, it's been called the tree of life or the drumstick tree. There's 25 more times more iron than spinach, seven times more vitamin C than oranges, 15 times more potassium than bananas, four times more protein than eggs, 10 times more vitamin A than carrots and 17 times more calcium than milk (sighs) in the leaves of this tree. So you grow the tree in your yard or in a pot. If you're in a cold weather, it doesn't like cold weather. So if you see, so you'd have it, if you're in Minnesota, you'd have it out, you know, May, June, July, and August, maybe September. And then you'd cut it off because it's going to be 15, 20 feet tall. You'd cut it off and you'd bring it inside. Now, if you want to propagate new moringa, you just take a, some sticks, some branches, you cut them off at a 45 and you stick them in the dirt or in a pot. And now you've got a new tree. Hmm. Like, you wonder why this is the miracle tree. There's been <laughs> communities in Africa where all the people were malnourished. The kids were dying. They had distended bellies. They were really sick. And so they brought moringa leaves in and they mixed moringa with all of their indigenous food. Within a month, they were all they were healthy. Wow. Within wow. a month. So... You can buy these seeds online, Moringa Seeds. You just go anywhere and look up Moringa Seeds, and yeah. you get like a 1,000 seeds for 25 bucks wow. or 50 bucks. Or I, th- I actually think it can be less in some places, but this is what we got Eden's Garden right there. Okay. Um, and I don't, I'm not, I don't know them really well. I know that their seeds are awesome, so I'm not, I don't get anything for sharing that except for the joy of knowing that this is how we change the world is by – becoming cons- uh, producers as well as being consumers. Right, right, right. Oh, man, that's amazing. You know, to, to have your own um, medicine cabinet right there in your own garden, there's nothing better than that. Uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's always the, the first thing that I go to. Okay, I, I have this thing going on. What can I do that's natural? Oils, frequency, uh, whatever, food, that's what I go to first. It's, it's amazing. It really is. And we're huge. I do sell CBDs and plant medicines um, because I'm just a huge advocate of anything natural, anything that was raised. You know, Jane Goodall said, we're going to look back on this dark era of agriculture and shake our heads. How could we have ever thought it was a good idea to grow our foods with poisons? Yeah. She is a smart lady. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and and so real quick, um, is this your first off-the-grid community that you're building? So it's the first fully off-grid. I have built communities, which were written up in the New York Times in the mountains of southern Costa Rica, um, middle of nowhere. We built like 72 houses, food growing everywhere. The first thing we did in in several different communities is just plant 
loads of fruit trees and then the layers of food, the roots and tubers, the beneficial plants, you know, so, and the beneficial plants serve so many functions. They attract uh, beneficial insects like pollinators. They also fix the soil and they also create flowers and they're beautiful. So, so yeah, so knowing that's what our job is at Food Forest is we design and install food forests nationwide. Mm, okay. Wow. And so depending on, you know, the environment and the, the climate and all that kind of stuff. So you do that for private homes, communities? Every, anybody who has a space that wants to turn it into a productive space, mm-hmm. we work with whatever their goals are. Some people want short-term food because the, the food supply chain, food security, this is going to become known very, very soon. The food supply chain is, is in big trouble. Mm-hmm. And there's already a lot of communities around the world that are suffering from that. Not so much here, but it will come. The price, the futures prices of different soy and corn just shot up through the roof this last week because it's starting to become realized. So, um, so yes, food security annuals are better for short-term food and mm-hmm. perennials are better for long-term food. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so how do we find you? If someone uh, is hearing this, please share with your friends and family, um, you know, this episode. Uh, the link is a evergreen link. So whenever you have this link, go to it. Doesn't matter if it's next year or whenever. Um, so how do people find you, Jim? Well, thank you for asking. My mm. company is called Food Forest Abundance. Um, I've been getting 80 to 100,000 views a day uh, on different social media sites, Clapper and and Facebook. Um, We have a website, foodforestabundance.com. And also, I'm very accessible. And my email is jimpgale at gmail.com. And that's jimp as in Patrick, G-A-L-E, like the wind, at gmail.com. Gotcha. Because you're just coming in like a gale force wind and blowing all these myths out of the out of here, right? <laughs> yes, the infernal. The embers are smoldering, and we're blowing. We're, we're exploding this idea whose time has come about. It's a trend shift that has to happen, and it makes sense that it happens on every single level. Yeah. So you've seen that people are really kind of waking up to this concept. More people are doing gardens this last year than any year since two, like uh, 1943 or two. Wow. Like, yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So what a gift that has been. And uh, thank you so much, Jim, for being on here, taking the time out of your schedule to share permaculture with you. That is, that is so, I've heard the word and I know, you know, but I never really dug into it. So this was beautiful uh, to learn more about it and you know how beneficial this is to you individually as a human being your family your neighbors i mean the ripple effect goes out and out all the way to the global uh you know so this is huge so yeah yes it's the biggest most achievable answer of anything i've ever come across by far Wow. And so simple. I love simplicity. I'm all about simplicity. So y'all know what I always say. Go out there. Look up Jim Gale, foodforestabundance.com and uh, check him out. Get Figure out how to do this and share with everybody. And so that we can have you with the, all the benefits that you're getting from this. Go out and shine your beautiful inner light because you know 
we know that every single one of you have special talents that nobody else has that the world needs. So thank you. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, everybody who listens. And have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary and Ida Serena Lee for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.